0: Everywhere you go,
1: refreshes without filling. Why? You carry the fun with you.
0: I never cease to wonder at the many ways scientists have learned to improve on nature. I have to think just what that
1: means, of course, it means many things. Each one is a masterpiece of design and beauty.
2: But first, here is your announcement. It's time for the Geeky Rummy podcast. Hello,
0: and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. We're recording this slightly differently to usual, following um, the UK government isolation rules. So, joining me remotely is Miss Keith Winfield.
3: Hello, Ryan.
0: Mister Lee Brose. Hello. And Miss <laughs> Laura Craven. Hello. 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 How are we all at the moment? Are we going stir crazy? Yet? Is anybody going mad, or are we all good?
2: Nothing has changed about my life.
3: I think we've all been practicing for this moment for a long time.
0: Yeah. It's not like geeks isolate themselves off to watch stuff a lot.
3: <laughs> so
0: what have, we all, what have we all not been up to the last couple of weeks?
2: What have I not been watching? That's basically everything I haven't been watching. <laughs> not been watching or up to? What have I been up to? I have mostly been like getting some video stuff done still, which should... One of those things should be out now, as this goes out. Yeah, that's mainly it, really. Just delving into projects while we can't leave the house. Laura, what have you not been up to? Uh,
1: I did not go and pick some wild garlic today on my state-sanctioned walk. <laughs> um, I have been watching a lot of on Don Uh including some very bizarre shows. Um, and I have not been eating a lot of hot crust buns from loaf.
0: Keith, what have you not been up to this week?
3: This is the, such the bizarrest question. I've been, in effect, furloughed home from work um, because a lot of our stuff is hands-on, group work. You have to have people there. Um, so we're looking at ways of trying to take that a little digitally. It might be a bit tricky. Um, but I, I also haven't been watching, legally, The Mandalorian on Um, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. But then I also did watch uh, the latest episodes of the Clone Wars, which I have to Ah. say I had more fun watching than the first two episodes of the Mandalorian. Um, Possibly because I'm a little bit more invested in the characters that are in that. Um, So yeah, Mandalorian is cool. It it looks great. Um, But but there was something about it. It was yeah, it was nice. It was like getting back with family on Clone Wars. It was good. Well, I was,
0: I was so looking forward to watching that in like 4K and then Disney have like pretty much cut their streaming bandwidth in half due to current yeah. ongoing issues. So it's back to being in like very terrible over again. So it's kind of like after waiting for so long to see it in beautiful 4K. No. Nah.
3: No. I also was going through the gaps in my comic collection because I'm running low on new titles to, to read because obviously I won't be able to get to the comic shop's uh, soon, so I've realised I have about six issues of Micronauts I'm missing that I have to figure out how I can get a hold of those. Um, so you're
0: trawling through eBay again?
3: Yeah, I've, 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 it's really weird. Old comics are hard to find on eBay, particularly the weird titles that I like to read. Um, but hopefully, I can do that before too much more of a delivery lockdown.
0: Uh, for myself, I didn't go and watch the Book of Mormon, which we booked for Christmas, So <laughs> That was quite sad. I have purchased Disney Plus and I have purchased Animal Crossing, which is basically the best high-wasting game of all time. It's almost like this is a marketing campaign.
3: Are you yeah. saying it's a global conspiracy, Ryan? They released <laughs> Animal Crossing and Disney Plus at, at the same hey, time. Hey, it's sold it's so more in
2: copies indoors. than every other Animal Crossing so far.
1: why are what is Animal Crossing? Because everyone keeps talking about it, but I can't be bothered to look up what it is.
2: You
0: basically go into indentured servitude to a raccoon.
1: So it's like having a pet on bugs. a computer.
3: Oh, no. You're the pet yeah. in Animal uh, Crossing. Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's a raccoon called Tom Nook who ships you off to a desert island, uh, gives you a tent, and then charges you the privilege of having it. So, and, and then you have to work to basically pay it off.
1: So capitalism as a fluffy animal.
0: You are not an animal. Everybody else is an animal, but you're not an animal.
3: This is like a real good advertisement. And then you give give bugs and fossils
2: to an owl at the museum, and that's also a major thing that you do.
3: And a camel comes to sell you carpets at the weekend. And you live in it.
2: And on my
0: island, there's also a dog and a lion also living in houses.
2: There's also a very helpful dog who works on reception at the town hall.
1: (laughs) And there's... And oh, there's dodos you know, who run an airline. The animals have won, and we are <laughs> now their pets, enslaved to them, and they control everything.
2: Basically.
0: Yes. Basically, every time you pay a loan off to the raccoon, he comes up with another way to basically cheat you out of all your money and work for him again.
2: You've paid off so your loan. Here's a, loan a house extension.
0: Us. Yes.
1: Again, capitalism.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. But in a very fluffy, cutesy Japanese way.
1: I mean,
0: I'm, yeah. It, it's it's like trying to explain Pokemon to people who haven't ever played Pokemon, which is basically you're an 11 year old boy who gets kicked out of his house by his mother and given a device by a professor and then sent off to explore the world
2: and, and catch wild animals, animals. And fight wild animals. Yep. Yeah.
1: We should really do an episode called Geeky Brummy Explains Computer Games Badly.
0: (laughs) That'd be a good pub quiz round, I think.
3: I think there's a difference between explaining them badly and explaining them exactly what they are, which is what we've just done for (laughs) Animal Crossing and Pokemon.
0: (laughs) It's basically explaining Japanese games is very hard. Mm -hmm. Like Death Stranding. Death Stranding, you play a postman
2: with a fetus no, who no. delivers back Actually, Death trending Death is very easy to <laughs> explain right now because it's the world we currently live in.
0: <laughs> but imagine, imagine a DPD delivery driver with no lorry, but with a fetus strapped to him instead.
1: Is he going to deliver me my Amazon parcel?
0: Pretty much. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: and the, A massive the stack of, of things on
3: to... his back. But he has no van, so he has to walk everywhere. He yeah, so manages to carry a ladder.
1: Oh no,
2: you can get a van. You can get a van, but most of the world you can't drive that van anywhere too, so it's completely pointless. So like what a normal van. This? Yeah.
0: This, this is by the guy who made Metal Gear Solid, which is even more complicated to explain.
1: This, uh, this is why I don't play computer games. <laughs>
0: this is why Doom is a great video game. Doom is, the demons are scared of yeah. you. That, that's all you need yeah. to know about Doom. Mm-hmm. like Doom, the yep.
1: computer yeah. game we all played like 20 years ago.
0: No. Yeah, which is basically was a new one Doom now? Eternal, which is exactly the same computer game from decades ago, just with shiny new graphics.
1: Is this li- a little bit like Street so Fighter? You can Street jump now. Fighter, really?
0: It's a little bit like Street Fighter, but and Doom they actually improve the game and don't re-release it with another turbo or hyper-fighting and put exactly the same game out again. Yeah.
1: Um, can I ask what has Quake reappeared as well?
0: No, but I think you there can play one Quake in Doom. Recently, was there? That completely passed. Yeah, on. it
2: was. It didn't do very well. It didn't do very well. It was Multiplayer only, Um but it was like yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I remember it. It came out and no one noticed. So uh,
0: apparently, in the future version of Doom Eternal, you can play the original Doom and Doom Two on the computer on your big spaceship thing, Citadel. Whatever he calls it. Anyway, that kind was a good like
2: Resident... <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: It's kind of like how in the Resident Evil 3 demo there are posters for Resident Evil 3, and it's weird. <laughs>
0: I'll probably replace those with yeah. posters for Resident Evil 4 when the game actually comes out.
2: There's also a science yeah. Uh, yeah. A forum with Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley on there as well, which I thought was a nice touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Milking that many. <laughs> yeah. Laura's looking a little bit perplexed now that we've explained computer games to her in the factual, direct <laughs> way that they actually are built.
1: Uh, again, I I think I want this to be a pub quiz round.
0: Right, we'll do one more of this before we actually go into the proper yeah. show. Right, so multi-million heiress sods off to go cave diving on the weekend.
1: You're just explaining Lara Croft, to me Yeah,
0: that's Lara Croft. See, that's a nice, easy, explainable
3: game. Can you
1: explain? Is it what is it? Uh, this is us. Or whatever it is that everyone was banging on about pre outbreak.
3: Last of no. us. us.
0: Last of Us. This is That's
1: Us. It.
3: This is Us is a, is a is a, a, a well it used to be on Channel series. Four, but it's T V
0: series I, don't know.
1: I was very confused.
0: Last of Us is basically fungus <laughs> takes over the world and turns humans into zombies.
1: Oh, because in my mm-hmm. head it's only like Nicholas Spark's book. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically you and a girl wandering around trying to survive a fungus zombie apocalypse
3: you know when you start saying things like that a lot of video game relationships sound really dodgy, older people hanging out with younger people in a post-apocalyptic landscape <laughs> its lots of like serious kind of um, social problems there,
0: well like Stranger Things where it's five, six kids and the police detective
3: yeah, but their mom's there so that's alright <laughs> A mom, not
0: their, not all of
3: their moms. Their their mom and Samwise Gamgee, so he's going to make sure everybody's okay.
0: I'm not going to tell you about season three, Keith.
3: Oh, I'm already caught up on um, Stranger Things, but I'm watching. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I am not okay with this. which uh, uh, is yeah, on so- Netflix. Which I'm really confused. I'm enjoying it, but I'm really confused because I kind of like go is this supposed to be set now or in the past or when? I don't I don't really understand it sometimes because it's kind of like it looks like it's set in the past, but then everybody's got uh, kind of like mobile phones and everything. It's really weird.
0: If you're getting a little bit stir crazy, like we all seem to be at the minute, we thought what we'd do is cover off some books, which you might enjoy, some video games you might want to play, some comics you might want to read, and some TV and films you might want to watch whilst you're self-isolating and socially distancing yourselves. I mean, a quarter, as we record this, a quarter of the world is on lockdown currently, so I think the internet is experiencing more traffic than ever before. So we thought we'd we'd give you some <laughs> offline and online activities you might be interested in doing. So, Laura, what are you covering off? Books. Lee? Cam's. And Keith?
3: I shall do comics
0: and i shall do uh film and tv streaming so to kick us off let's spin the magic wheel of video chat (laughs) laura tell us some books that you recommended
1: okay uh so the first thing that i was thinking was uh based actually on some shows that i have been watching Mm um so i thought what better way uh to Make things feel better than by watching some dis- or reading some dystopian fiction. Right. So uh my first suggestion uh, is actually something I'm watching on now T V rather than reading the trilogy. Uh, it's called The Strain. Uh and I'm gonna butcher mm-hmm. the poor man's name. Uh Guilmero Del Toro.
0: Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Guillermo
1: del Toro. Yeah. He's a H is yes. on Vericon <laughs> my, my my Spanish is terrible. <laughs> Uh, is a uh, three book series that he's written that is turned into a TV show as well. If you want to be lazy and, and watch it, it's on Now TV. Um, or the Kindle book is 99p on Amazon, uh, or there are physical versions. Um, and it starts with uh, an aeroplane lands at JFK um, and all the lights are off. Uh, it's dark, they can't get hold of anyone, there's no signs of life. Uh, the cdc enter uh, and discover four survivors and um, and at the same time you're being told the story of an animal survivor who is now a pawnbroker and uh, in spanish harlem who have what looks like a heart in a bat, in a bat um, and so you know things are awry um and it quite quickly becomes apparent if you are familiar with the kind of vampire genre that this mm-hmm. is probably going to be a vampire book, um, but it's it's quite an interesting read, and it's quite nice to be able to kind of see a physical baddie, uh, which yeah. I think kind of and it's spooky and dramatic as you would expect. Uh, mm-hmm. so that is one of my suggestions. Uh, the other one I quite liked, another dystopian, uh, was The Girl with All the Gifts, uh, which is by M. R. Carey. Um, yeah, it's quite.
0: Yeah, I think he's a British
3: writer. He's quite local yep. to Birmingham. Strangely uh, enough, he's the yeah. writer of uh, mm-hmm. Hellblazer, otherwise known as yes. Micah Carey. He adds the yeah. R for um, his yeah. literary things. So he's, he's a local fella. And you've met him, Ryan. Mm-hmm. You've seen him at the Leamington Comic-Con.
0: Yes, we did. Um, ah. The the film adaptation A Girl with All the Gifts was partly filmed in Birmingham as well. In Dudley? It
1: was, a uh, so, uh, it was in the city centre as well. Yeah, um, and
0: a little bit in Solihull, I think.
1: Yeah, you can spot some bits of, uh, of uh, what's it, paradise? Is that paradise place?
0: Uh, the bit behind the museum is what I always call it.
1: Yeah, uh, the bit that they make you <laughs> walk in when the uh, Christmas markets is on. Um, <laughs> so that's another suggestion. Uh, another dystopian, the world's gone wrong. And uh, you can yeah. play the fun game of spotting bits of Birmingham if you watch the film instead of mm-hmm. reading the book. Um, It is a great
0: book as well, fantastic storyline and a really really good twist Mm -hmm. on modern vampire, modern zombie movies, I should say.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. Um, And again, you can read the book, um, although I know quite a lot of people who are usually avid readers are struggling a bit to kind of sit down and focus. So I quite like the idea that you could do a bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other books that I've got are books that have been out for a while, but I think they're pretty good Uh, in terms of things if you're feeling a bit anxious about everything. Um, So uh, the first one is How to Survive the End of the World When It's All in Your Own Head, uh, by Technically Ron, if you are familiar with the Twitter account. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a lot about uh, the impact (laughs) of anxiety, uh, but it's written really nicely uh, and it's really easy to read. Um, That's a good, fun read. Uh, So I would recommend picking up that one. Um, and then either of the two Matt Hay books, reasons to stay alive or notes on a nervous planet. Um, what's quite nice about those is they are quite short chapters, so it's quite easy to kind of pick up, especially if kind of your sense of, uh, sense of kind of the ability to kind of attention span is, is a bit funny. Uh, they're nice yeah. and easy reads, um, kind of that. Um, Actually, what I'm reading at the moment is The Flatshare, which is a nice fun book, um, which is about a girl that moves into a flat where um, she shares the same small flat with her housemate who works nights. Uh, so he sleeps in the bed during the day. And she sleeps in the bed during nighttime. Um, and I've only just started it. Uh, but it's been quite heavily pushed in quite a lot of things. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. But it's nice and escapist. So cool. it will proving to be quite a nice antidote in these times.
0: And we said, even if you can't get hardback copies of these, most of these books will be available on Kindle or in any kind of marketplace.
1: Yeah, pretty much all of them are, are ebook versions. So if you can't, if Things aren't being delivered or you can't kind of get them sent to you. You can at least get hold of them and read them on your on your laptop or your computer yeah. or your phone.
0: Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. And one series of books I'm reading through, well, listening to it at the minute, it's on Audible, which is Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, because right? uh, they're 36 hours wow. long each. And there's about 500 of them. So if, if you've really got way too much time in your hands, I really recommend picking that up as well. Thanks very much, Laura. Uh, Keith, you've been through the comic fields and selected some crop for us.
3: Yeah, there's, a, there's a, quite a few options, really, if you're looking for um, some free comics to read. I will say first, though, but um, if you can support your local comic store, do get in touch with them directly. Uh, it's a difficult time for them. So um, if you can pay for comics online without having them, Do that, Mm -hmm. but if you have to go online to get some um, something to read, uh, you can have a look at a couple of different sources. If you like your golden age old school comics, so we're kind of talking about things from the fifties and sixties here. uh, There's a great online resource, and you can find that at comicbookplus.com, and you will find a load of golden age and silver age comics there. So plenty of kind of like really strange, unusual comics that um, probably wouldn't pass. Comics code authority today. There's probably some questionable um, <laughs> stories in there, particularly the romance titles. I think if you have a look at the romance titles, it's um, probably not the best of, uh, not not the modern yeah. uh, comics you want to be reading. Um, some of the smaller publishers,
0: Uh-oh. are they got some real fifties values in there? Do they? Oh uh, yeah,
3: yeah. There's there's quite a lot mm-hmm. of. Um, mm-hmm. um, um, it's it's early seasons of Mad Men. I think if you uh, kind of think about kind of how characters were treated then so but it's, it's a curio there's a lot of good um, kind of superhero stuff and also horror a lot of good horror stuff in there from the kind of um, 50s and 60s which is pretty good you don't really get a lot of um, great horror comics at the moment there's a few out there but it's not as prolific as it used to be um, mm-hmm. some of the smaller publishers are also putting out some of their um, collections or first issues so if you have a look at Devil's Due uh, you should be able to find that online at uh, Devils Dash Dew uh, um, Dash First uh, Dash Comics dot dot com. It's a big one. Just just search for <laughs> Devils Dew on Twitter, uh, and you'll find their digital comics. They've got a whole bunch of titles there, um, all kinds of different things that you can have a look at, um, which is a pretty decent selection. Um, you will also find some free comics on Comicsology, which is the big. Uh, digital comics platform that everybody knows um, mm-hmm. which give you reading digital, um, that's how you get them. They are also partially available through Amazon. If you have an Amazon Prime account, uh, you can get hold of some free comics through Amazon Prime as well. But Comixology, have uh, some free comics in a special uh, section. So if you just search for free comics in Comicsology, you'll get a whole bunch yeah. of comics there. There's sort of-
0: like 750 issues they've released at the minute.
3: Yeah, there's quite a few. It'll range from stuff. There'll be some older stuff, um, which will be kind of like the free uh, comic book day issues. Um, you also get one of the, one of the issues in there is the first issue of The Walking Dead which uh, has art by um, Tony Moore, which is slightly different to what Charlie did later on. There's some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in there. There'll be some Black Panther. There'll be some Marvel titles. There's quite a lot. There's masses. You'll probably uh, have more uh, comics than you'll ever be able to read if you have a look at that. So comicology is a good one. Also, both Marvel and DC do a limited amount of free comics on their websites. Um, So if you pop along to uh, Marvel or DC, you'll be able to find some free issues available through them. Again, there'll be older issues, some will be first issues, some will be uh, free comic book day stuff. So it's worth having a look at those. You might um, give a title a try that you haven't tried before that you can then uh, pick up and have a look at. Um, There's uh, also, um, if you have a search through uh, some of the comics creators... On Twitter, So if you follow our regular tweets about the Comics of the Week, you'll see some of the um, comics creators are actually putting out some of their collections. They're directly usually through either a Dropbox or a Google Drive connection, and they're giving away graphic novels, they're giving access to stuff. So it's worth having a look on uh, Twitter at some of the actual creators uh, who are doing stuff directly to their audiences for themselves I'm not through any other kind of shop platforms they're doing it through their own uh ways and means some people are giving away digital codes and stuff like that um but if you follow some of your favorite creators online i'm sure you'll find some great uh material that you can read straight away with no um monetary exchange happening
0: the other thing is i'll quickly drop it in it's 2080 uh for anybody who's subscribed to doing Volume 5 of the Judge Dread case files to any new subscriber. Uh, and I think they've loaded up a few free comics as well.
3: There are... 2008 have got a, a selection of 3D available uh, stuff. Just be cautious at the moment because a lot of web traffic is causing some websites to crash, so um, just be wary of... If, if it's not available straight away, just give it a try a bit later on.
0: Yeah, just give it a few goes. Yeah. I imagine there's some servers that can't <laughs> handle the amount of <laughs> slightly on fire
3: at the minute yeah i mean the other thing if you if you mm-hmm. do subscribe to the various um uh email newsletters that are about so get yourself signed up to the 2008 one get yourself signed up to the ahoy comics one uh get yourself signed up to dark horse and all the rest of them mm-hmm. and i'm sure as weeks go on they will let people know about material that they can get either a discount or for free And now it's time for the Geeky brummy comic pull list. This is an extraordinary edition of the pull list this week. Diamond Comics have recently announced that they are stopping shipping of physical comics to comic book stores. So although I'll be looking at the comics that are due to come out in the next two weeks, this is subject to change. They may not be available in your local comic book store. Some are currently closed, some are offering mail order services, so please help support your local comic book store. Mine is World's Part Birmingham, and if you can, contact your store and ask how you can still get hold of your comics, how you can support them, how you can give them money for the comics that you may collect at a later date. Do whatever you can to support your local comic book store. If you're not already reading digital, maybe it's an idea to hang off going digital just for the short term and make sure you are supporting Local comic book store. For the comics due on the first of April, two thousand and twenty, my comic of the week is *The Dreaming* number no. twenty from DC Comics Black Label. This is written by Simon Spurrier with art by Bilquis Evely. This is the unbelievable finale of Simon Spurrier and Bilquis Evely's Sandman Universe epic. The citizens of the Dreaming make their final play against the artificial intelligence that seeks to replace them with cold rationality, and the fate of Dream is revealed. I've really enjoyed the work that Simon and Quist have been putting into this book, and this is a worthy sequel to the original Sandman. Two new titles start this week, which I think you should have a look at. The first is The Ludocrats. This is written by Kieran Gillen and Jim Rossignol, with art by Jeff Stokely. From Oni Press, we have Rogue Planet number 1. This is written by Colin Bunn, with art by Andy MacDonald. Also out this week is Strange Adventures number 2 from DC's Black Label. This is written by Tom King, with art by Mitz Gerards and Evan Shanner. From IDW, we have Star Trek Year 5 number 11. This is written by Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, with art by Stephen Thompson. And finally, that week from Marvel Comics, we have Excalibur number 10, written by Tinney Howard, with art by Marcus Toe. From the comics due on the 8th of April, my pick of the week would be Outer Darkness 2 number 2 from Skybound Comics at Image. This is written by John Lehman with art by Afu Chan and Rob Gilroy. The spacefaring crew of the Charon has faced death in its many forms and fought all manners of dark creatures, diabolic and demonic. Today they face their most deadly threat yet. Yes, intrepid space travellers, murder has a name and that name is Poyo. Also due that week from Rebellion we have the Core Buster Easter special, and that's by various artists and writers. From DC, we have The Green Lantern Season 2 number 3 by Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp. From IDW, we have The Crow Leith number 2 by Tim Seeley and Ilias Kuriassis. From Boom Studios, we have King of Nowhere number 2 by Maxwell Prince and Tyler Jenkins. And from Marvel, we have The Immortal Hulk number 34 by Al Ewing and Butch Goyce. New Mutants number 10 from Ed Brisson and Flaviano Armentaro. And finally, that week we have the return of Power Pack with issue number 1. This is written by Ryan North with art by Nico Leon. And that's it for the next two weeks. Please do what you can to support your local comic book store. If you are reading something and you'd like to recommend it to us, please get in touch either on Twitter at Geeky Brummie, or drop us a line at hello at com. And now back to the main show.
0: Lee, you picked out some video games to keep mm-hmm. us entertained in the short term.
2: So, okay, the, um, the problem with this is if we did it a week ago, I would have a ton of free options for you <laughs> um, because, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was free, the Tomb Raider games were free, uh, there were a bunch of demos for, like, upcoming indie games that were available. All of that's no longer free. Um, but I've been having a look around just to see what sort of bargains and things are out there, what sort of sales are going on. Yep. Um, some things aren't necessarily going to, I'm not sure how much of these are going to be still on by the time the show goes out, because things are constantly changing around. Um, but I know at the moment, um, PSN, PlayStation Network, they have got um, the Mega March sale, which I'm assuming runs to the end of the month. Um, and there's a ton of stuff in there. Like you can get a good chunk of the Resident Evils for less than a tenner. Um what else is on here? There were some other things I saw. Uh, Ubisoft seem to be just selling off all of their games at the moment. So if you want to play some Assassin's Creed, there are plenty of options out there. Um, with like some titles being like as low as like seven pound on both Steam and on PSN. Um, and in fact, like on Steam, there's a whole publisher sale from Ubisoft. So all sorts of stuff from them. Um, but also I'm going to sort of highlight a few sort of smaller games that have come out since the start of the year. I did, I did this on Twitter as well, but I'm going to sort of reiterate some of these games just to kind of give them a bit more of a platform because they're kind of, they're indie games. They kind of need the support right now. And we've got, you know, they're, they're all relatively cheap. So We've got stuff like, uh, let me pick one out. So we've got uh, Coffee Talk, which is a really good um, visual novel set in a cafe. Uh, You've got um, Luna the Shadow Dust, which is a point-and-click adventure. It's about, um, it's like a wordless story. So the whole thing is about, it's sort of very inspired by traditional animation. I think they used a lot of traditional animation techniques. Um, It's about a boy climbing a tower, like a magical tower, with this little small round cap thing that's very, very cute. Um, We've got World of Horror, which is like a Junjito-inspired horror game. That looks very, very good. I really want to get around to playing that at some point. Uh, we've got Yes, Your Grace, which is a kingdom management simulator. So you play as a king and people come to you with decisions. and You have to make those decisions. And and what else have we got? There's all sorts of things that have come out, but those were some of the ones that sort of have stood out to me since the start of the year. So I'd recommend heading out and picking those up if you're not too busy with Animal Crossing or Doom at the moment.
3: I was gonna I was gonna I was just leaping in there. And Ryan you'll probably back this up as well is uh, if you're already an Xbox Live subscriber. Yes. I think if you are lucky, they are doing their join their Xbox Ultimate um offer for a pound. So this will upgrade your Xbox Live account mm-hmm. to Xbox mm-hmm. uh, Game Pass Ultimate and Yeah, Game Pass still. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a rotating uh, set of games, but you can get access to over a hundred um games. Uh, to download to your Xbox, including some new titles. Um, so Ori yep. and the Will of the Wisp uh, mm-hmm. is available mm-hmm. through Game Pass. I've been playing through um, the Wolfenstein series. Uh, you've got My Friend Pedro. Um, so there's a lot of mm-hmm. good games that you can get access to for for, for just a pound if you've already got uh, a pre-existing subscription to Xbox. So if you do that, it's probably worth pop- yep. popping that in. You'll get the next month at a pound. Um, Yeah,
0: I'd say on top of that is as well, Game Pass applies to PC as well as Xbox One. So you can, Mm -hmm. even if you haven't got an Xbox One and your PC is good enough, you can get Game Pass for your PC. Play a few games that way also
3: on top. Yeah, so if anybody out there does... Yeah, Microsoft
2: are very good at putting their first-party titles up pretty much on release, so...
3: So if any listeners are out there and they are playing a video game whilst reading a comic and a book all at the same time, if you can get a picture of that... I'm sure Ryan would be happy, more than happy to send out one of our Geeky promy badges to uh, yes. so anybody who can prove that they're doing all of these things at the same time. If you're also yeah. petting an animal, a cat or a dog or a budgie, um, that, would, that would be even better.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the only thing I'd say on top of what Lee's very well recommended is worth checking out mm-hmm. Good Old Games and Steam. They are known to drop out free games mm-hmm. or free weekends of games very regularly. So if you've got a decent gaming PC, mm-hmm. as we've mentioned, worth checking Good Old Games. I think they're doing, as of time of recording, they had 15 older titles and more indie titles for free. I don't know how long that's going to last. But as I said, Steam Summer Steam Spring Sale is still currently on. I don't know how long that's on for, but you might be
2: able to pick some great deals. Um, I don't. I didn't see Spring Sale when I went on there, um, mm. so I think. But I did see like, there. Like with, the good thing with Steam at the moment is like there seems to be just random sales just popping up here and there. Um, but like one that I saw, yeah. which inevitably isn't going to be up at the time. That this goes out but it is at the time of recording is like the midweek sale and I think yeah. that might be a weekly thing so it might be worth checking around the middle of the week to see if there's any deals there um, and occasionally I've noticed just like yeah. at the moment Ubisoft have got a sale and I think random publishers will occasionally put up a sale where most of their games are really cheap so
0: Yeah and I think Epic Game Store as well drops a free game quite regularly mm-hmm. if you're using that service
1: Yeah yeah, so they've got, plenty I think, of a free game games every
0: month. Yeah, so worth checking it out to see if there's some titles that are missing mm. from your library. Or you can do what I will probably get around to doing at some point, is playing the massive Steam library that I have never played or touched <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's not talk about backlogs and, and size of game libraries, because, <laughs> no, <Yeah>. shameful.
0: <laughs> oh, and the other thing is possibly the Switch e-store as well. Uh, it's usually some yes, deep I have some the games seen like some deals games.
2: on there, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I picked up Pikiniku for this week, which was one of Lee's games of the week uh, a while back, mm-hmm. for 90% off. So it was 89p, which is a fantastic deal. Yeah, I was going like, to like, yeah, right say
2: it's like a, less than a pound. So.
0: Yeah, so worth checking those out. Just check out your online stores and see if there's anything going for free at the minute. Mm-hmm. Right, so on to me then. I've picked out a few of the more smaller and less well-known streaming services uh, before we get into the bigger players. So the first one I picked up was Mubi, which is M-U-B-I, and this does a lot of foreign language and classic films that you will never find anywhere else. Uh, Such films such as Old Boy and Lady Vengeance, so some Korean dramas, Uh, Secretary, the David uh, is it David Spade, James Spader movie. Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's a bit, bit, of a, bit of an interesting watch. Uh, there's some hmm. Ingmar Bourbon mm-hmm. movies on there, such as *The Right*. And uh, my pick is *Existence*, which was a classic sci-fi movie from the How early 2000s. David Cronenberg. Which, really worth watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're doing three months for a pound at the minute, at time of recording. So if you've got some spare time and you want to watch some, broaden your film taste, be a bit more esoteric. Pound, a pound is a good deal for three months worth of access, I think.
3: Yeah, get I think a movie again, it's a rotating um, yeah amount of films. So um, be, be sure if there's something on there you want to watch, to watch it as soon as you can. But it's a great service. I, I used to be a subscriber. I I stopped after a while because I'd got most of the films in my library at home anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a great service. Some great films on there.
0: Yeah, some really really interesting stuff that you'll never find on Raja's streaming services. Uh, The next one was actually the BFI player. So this is the British Film Institute. Uh, They put a load of classic and old short films, uh, box pops, film clips up for free. So if you're researching or you want to have something for the kids to watch, which is a bit more historical, get a bit more knowledge that way, really recommend that service out. They have some great films on there as well. I think they're reasonably priced for streaming between five and 10 pounds from what I look to. So again, these are gonna be films that you'll never find anywhere else, so really worth checking that out. Uh and the third weirder streaming service was on Home Cinema. So um basically anybody who registers at the minute gets a free film from their welcome collection. So it's free to register and you get a free film and then I think it's five ninety nine a month. If you want to continue to spend there, but again, Curzon Collection have some really interesting films. Uh, the film I picked out with the recommended list from the Welcome for myself is "My Life as a Courgette," which was actually an Oscar. No- it was actually an Oscar-nominated <laughs> animation film which is, deals with loss very well. So, really, really worth watching and worth picking up for that one. Uh, some of the all different ones. So, the Royal Opera House is doing. Streaming online ballet and opera by their Facebook and YouTube sites. So if you're into that kind of thing, really worth checking out their Facebook and YouTube sites, see if there's anything worth on that night. Um, the RSC have loaded 17 of their classic productions onto Marquee TV, which is a online site to um, go and watch Recordings of plays, etc. I think there's loads of stuff on there. But um, there's 17 RSC productions on there at the minute, including Hamlet, King Lear, Othello. It's the Hamlet with David Tennant for all you Doctor Who fans. So really good stuff to check out there. Uh, what else have we got here? So Amazon Prime are doing free family titles for their for kids. Uh, you need a basic Amazon account for this. Uh, so just don't don't need Amazon Prime or anything like that. But there are loads of pre- loads of preschool stuff. In the Night Garden, Farm and Sam. Uh, no, hey, Dougie, I'm afraid, Laura. I couldn't find it on
1: there.
0: <laughs> uh, Audible have loaded hundreds of their classic kid books free to listen to whilst the school of closed. So you've got White Fang by Jack London, Winnie the Pooh, Wizard of Oz, Winnie the Willows, uh, all celebrity voices usually. So loads of stuff on there if you fancy having a listen. Uh, you don't need to sign in. I think you can just go straight into the free section and download them direct or play them through the web player so let's look at the bigger services so netflix are doing their netflix party app for free so it's a google chrome add-on which uh, syncs netflix viewing for multiple people and you can add a chat room in there so you can all chat as well and have like gif show-offs uh, skype free for all their customers so this means that like if you've got a spare tablet lying around And you're a Sky TV customer, somebody else can go and watch something else on a tablet or on a phone rather than if you're watching something on the May TV. And they're launching three new channels, I think Sky History, Sky Nature and Sky Documentaries. And they're launching three TV channels for entertainment for children in the short term. Uh, So this is their learning from home collection. So they're doing a foundation early years, which uh, is for under fives featuring number blocks. Labutina for educational songs, alongside shows such as Ryan's Mystery Playdate, which I do agree signing up to, <laughs> Rusty Rivet and Octonauts. This uh, is a children's
3: key... <laughs> channel, yeah?
0: This is a children's <laughs> channel, yes. Uh, for Key Stage 1, which is 5 to 7, they're doing a Natural History and science programming, such as Ocean Rescue, Dive In and Do It, and Maddie's Do You Know.
3: They really need to think about these titles, don't they? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Alongside dance tutorials from Kids Bop and Sky Sports Kids Fit in Five. Oh, God. <laughs> and for Key Stage 2, which is 8 to 11-year-olds, they're doing current affair and factual shows, as such as and Meats plus Horrible Histories and Operation Ouch, and a special episode weekly news show FYI focusing on coronavirus.
3: <laughs>
1: Yay!
0: so basically lots and lots of stuff to keep the kids entertained uh hey kids let's watch a thing
2: about a mass pandemic <laughs> uh
0: so the other one i have here is virgin tv i got an email about this your mileage may vary depending on your virgin tv package uh they've given me seven free kids tv channels till the 21st of april including cartoon network boomerang cartoon e 2 nickelodeon nick junior nicktoons and nick junior 2 so some good stuff on Cartoon Network. You can watch Teen Titans Go for eternity on there until the twenty-first of April.
3: I said I did clock this the other day, and it was great because I could watch episodes of regular show and my uh, The Amazing World of Gumball. Which, if people haven't seen The Amazing World of Gumball, they should. It's one of the best shows uh, that have come out of Cartoon Network in a long time.
0: Yeah, uh, now TV are doing a pass sale at present at the time of recording. I don't know how long this lasts for. It's 5.49 for four months of entertainment and 7.99 for four months of films, which is Sky Cinema, so you can watch all those. And the last one I have, which is Britbox. Box. So they're doing a 30-day free trial, which is usually $5.99 a month. Uh loads of classic BBC ITV period dramas, shows, TV stuff. And they're doing classic Doctor Who shows. Uh, They've got loads of all the classic Doctor Who on there. So if you've got 30 days of doing nothing and you want to watch a bit of Doctor Who, worth signing up for the free trial. So I think that was pretty much it for all the streaming services that I've dug out. Plenty of variety in there.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to the part of the show where I talk about the games of the week for the last two weeks. Last week I doubled up because it was a very special event. In this time of social distancing, you can find a way to be sociable with a whole bunch of new animal friends, and then go off and rip and tear until it is done. That's right! It's the week where Animal Crossing New Horizons and Doom Eternal have launched together to create a love-in of adorable talking animals and demon-slaying badasses. We've all seen the fan art of Mr. Doom G Slayer and his secretary pal Isabel getting together to blast some demons and be home ready for the fishing event. If you don't know about these two, of course, Animal Crossing New Horizons is the latest in Nintendo's life simulator series, where you live a happy, cosy life making friends with a bunch of anthropomorphic animals and getting in debt with a raccoon. Doom Eternal is the sequel to 2016's reboot of classic FPS Doom, where the objective is to murder a bunch of demons in gruesome and exhilarating ways. Animal Crossing New Horizons was made by Nintendo's internal teams and, unsurprisingly, is out on Switch exclusively. Doom Eternal is published by Bethesda and developed by the modern incarnation of legendary developers id Software, and is available for everything except Switch. For now, at least. This week's Game of the Week is Iron Danger, a strategy game that sets out to blend real-time and turn-based strategy into one game. How do they do this? Time manipulation. Iron Danger is a game about a young Norse girl who gains powers during an attack on her village. Not only can she will spells, but she can also manipulate space and time. With this, you can rewind parts for battle and realign attacks and movements to turn the tide in your favour. It's a really fascinating mechanic that I think makes this game really stand out from other fantasy RPG and strategy titles. Iron Danger was developed by Finnish Team Action Squad and published by Didelic. It's available now on Steam. And those were the games of the week for the past two weeks. Let's get back to the main show, shall we?
0: One recommendation to each people on things to watch, read, stream, or play. Laura, let's start off with you. Uh,
1: as I've been discussing it today, if you haven't already, watched Sex Education on Netflix.
0: Cool. Any video games? I'd like to watch to that.
2: I need to well, Video
1: games from the hospital, uh, obviously. I was going
2: to say... <laughs> And... I am still playing Two Point Hospital, so you know. <laughs> no, theme
1: yeah. hospital or nothing.
0: Two Point Hospital has the <laughs> lovely Mark Silk as the, ra- as the radio DJ, you know. Mm-hmm. It. It's, it's not mm-hmm.
1: theme hospital.
2: It's, I don't care. Yeah, but it is not. theme hospital. It's the same team.
0: <laughs> it's exactly the same team who built Two Point Hospital as theme hospital. Mm-hmm. See so now, Lord. Laura... <laughs> I don't care. This is the no bloaty head syndrome. Laura's not interested.
1: I'm out. Um, do I need What's to give a comment? the turtle head recommendation? syndrome? It's not bloaty <laughs> head. It's not bloaty <laughs> head. I don't care. Uh,
0: if you've got a comment, recommendation?
1: Uh, graphic novel, because I'm sat staring at it. Uh, it's another end of the world type one. Uh, why the last man? Mm,
0: interesting. Okay.
2: Right.
0: Lee, over to you. One okay. stream, one
2: book, um, one video game, one comic. Um, well, I mean, the only things I've really been watching is still the, the Ghibli collection on Netflix. So I will advise go through it's, all it's that. That will be good to Yep, yep, go through all that. Yeah, I'm still going pick. through it. So. Um, in terms of games, I mean... If And obviously, that I've given a few game recommendations already, but I will say I've also been playing through quite a bit of Assassin's Creed Origins at the moment, and I'm really enjoying that. And it's quite cheap on basically everything at the moment, so definitely a good time to pick that out. And I haven't read a comic in ages, so <laughs> I can't give a recommendation on that,
3: unfortunately. <laughs> Keith? Um, streaming-wise, I would suggest that... Uh... People have a look at the uh, Castlevania series that's streaming on Netflix. Oh, I need um, to get rent to that. Yeah, yeah, it's written by Warren Ellis, who uh, is a kind of well-known comic book writer. Has written a good few titles, and that's kind of moved into a third season quite recently, uh, which I think starts to pull in from some of the other game stuff. So there's lots. Of, if you're a player of Castlevania games, there's a lot in there for you, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, books I would suggest that uh, people check out the Loki series from Joanne Harris Uh, I think it starts with Rune Marks then goes into Rune Lights and then has the Gospel of Loki Um, great stuff really really good uh, set of books Joanne Harris people might know from um, Chocolat and stuff like that she's kind of cool but they're good they're kind of young adult readers um, aimed at but it's a a great series of books I would highly recommend those in comics, I would suggest anything that's written by Mark Russell at the moment. Um, so if you can read Wonder Twins, if you can read uh, the um, Puss Chronicles, The Flintstones, or Second Coming, uh, really check that out. Mark is one of the uh, best writers uh, putting out comics at the moment. Uh, all, all good stuff. Cool. Was there a video game. A uh, video game. I, I, I will say, will uh, say, because I've been playing through it at the moment is the Wolfenstein series, um, because that's become my thing of to to relax. I shoot Nazis. Um, so
2: <laughs> it's a good it's so, a good method of relaxation.
3: So it's kind of like it's become a thing in our house of like uh, I'm just going to um, have a little break. I'm going to shoot some Nazis, which you do quite effectively in uh, the Wolfenstein series. Apologies to any Nazis out there who find that offensive. Sorry, it's a game. just say at the beginning. No, no no uh, apologies for Nazis. There's a a proviso at the beginning that says, this is a game, it's not real. Um, This is quite funny. But yeah, Mm -hmm. so yeah, Wolfenstein's quite cool.
0: Cool. So my recommendations book-wise, I've gone back into some old classic science fiction at the minute. I'm reading the Rama series from Arthur C. Clarke. Cool. So Ram, Rendezvous with Rama, really, really interesting tale. Absolutely classic sci-fi, really worth a read if you have missed it or never picked it up. Um, TV-wise, Mandalorian. It's on Disney+. There's a seven-day free trial. I'd suggest waiting for eight weeks until they've dropped it all first before signing up for your seven-day free trial and just doing it over a weekend. Or as Keith had said, the Clone Wars lost episodes are worth watching. Um, video game-wise... It's going to be Animal Crossing, because that's all I'm playing at the minute. Um, (laughs) Comic-wise, I've actually not read this yet, but I've been reliably informed Decorum is a great comic to pick up and read. I must have read that somewhere. So Uh, I picked up the first issue.
3: I get a a feeling you may have read that somewhere, Ryan. I think uh... Yes.
0: (laughs) So I picked up the first issue, so I'm eagerly waiting to read that when I get 10 minutes free. Thank you for joining us for this very different kind of geeky roomy episode. Uh, Laura, do you want to promote anything and tell us where we can find you online?
1: Uh, I have recently started a new website. uh, Two wasn't enough. Uh, (laughs) Exploring (laughs) Sturchley. If you are in any way interested in the suburb of Sturchley, check out the website. It is exploringsturchley.co.uk. At the moment, there is a slightly outdated list on there of uh, what was happening when... Bars and restaurants were sort of open, sort of not. Um, But there will also be, uh, probably by the time this comes out, uh, some nice pictures of uh, some of the windows around where people have decorated them. Uh, So I'm going to pop that up in the next day or two. So it will be live by the time this comes out.
0: Cool. And where can we find you on social medias?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter as Laura Craven. Um, and also full to the brum. Uh, and once you found one of those, everything kind of connects. So, those are the best to look for.
0: Constantly curious as well, is the other one.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a website. I am going to spend some time updating things whilst we're all stepping in. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Lee, where, where we can find your projects online?
2: you can find me on YouTube at uh, Bob the Pet Ferret, uh, where I should have the first episode of Losing the Plot, a series where I examine video game narratives. That should be up as this show goes up. And next week, there should be the first episodes of Why It's Rad and Why It's Bad. They will both be up next week. Um, And then you can find me on Twitter at Bob the Pet Ferret for channel updates and at The Cheap Ferret for just General Twitter stuff as well.
3: Cool,
0: Keith. Where can we find you on your miscellaneous products?
3: Um, you can find me as a person at underscore hotel on Twitter, without the underscore on other services. Um, a few more Instagrams at the moment, which I'm trying to do on my uh, one allocated walk exercise of the day. Uh, you can have a look at Real Access Limited, uh, Real Access Ltd. Uh, on Twitter's uh, realaccess.org.uk elsewhere for some of the work stuff we're doing, trying to figure out how we can continue to do activity during these uh, strange times. And um, Wednesdays for comics on the Geeky Brumby website, which may change slightly over the next few weeks as uh, regular comic shipping isn't going to be um, the same as it has been in the past. So I might have to have a think about how um, what kind of books people can be reading over the next few weeks. You can find
0: me at Ryan Parrish on Twitter and at Brummie Gormon for the foodie stuff. Mainly posting pictures of Greg Wallace still and complaining about why that man is still on my TV screen. <laughs> <street. laughs> right, and you can find us all at Geeky Ruby on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, geekybrummie.com. So every Wednesday, Keith puts his comic roundup on there. And as you heard... Stay tuned for further developments on that. You also got Lee's Friday Gaming Roundup every week, which picks out the best mm-hmm. Friday gaming news and some of the best news. The thing's changing about
2: that.
0: AAA releases. Thanks for joining us on the Geeky Forever show this week. And I hope you liked it. Subscribe. Please tell your friends. hope you found this recommendation series useful to you. And we shall catch you again soon. But for now, goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. everybody. Stay safe. Bye.
1: Bye.